Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here with co-publisher Marcello Yaya to walk through this week's news. June, we're into the month of June. Our lead story by H. Rose Schneider examines ag districts, agricultural districts, which offer advantages for farming. And next month, the Albany County Legislature will be voting on the latest applicants. Going in the farm theme along with that is a vineyard in western Gilderland, which we think of as a suburban town, but the western parts are still quite rural. And the Bishas, James and Joyce, who both grew up in Gilderland, spent the bulk of their life in the hill towns, have moved back to Gilderland and are planning to build a winery where they harvest their own grapes, make the wine, and sell it at their farm. More on that inside. The Gilderland Town Board meeting this week had some news about the ambulance service. There had originally been two volunteer ambulance services in town that in the 1980s started employing EMTs, emergency medical technicians, and now the latest is the town plans to buy an ambulance for severely obese people that it will share with the county and will also have its own employees to staff that ambulance. Some of the volunteers and members of the Turnpike Rescue Squad seemed surprised and concerned about that at the meeting. We'll have more on that next week. Two different school districts, each dealing with problems stemming from harassment at Voorheesville, a student um, tweeted some inappropriate and hateful things about homosexuals, and one student, a gay student, felt targeted. Um, the school assures parents in the community there is no danger, um, but as a cautionary measure, they wanted more police presence, so the sheriff's has volunteered to have a Officers stationed between the two campuses, elementary and secondary school, until school is out on June 22nd. At Burn Knox Westerlow, a series of stories on bullying has led to a page being created, a Facebook group where parents are sharing stories, and some of them were shared with the school board. The superintendent has been receptive and is planning on having sessions in the fall to go over the code of conduct. This week's story is on a proposal at the Albany County Legislature to require paid sick leave for workers, which we are in favor of, and a wonderful illustration by Carol Coogan, the feeling we all have wincing when someone is coughing on our food, someone at work who feels perhaps he has to go or he would not be paid or perhaps even leave his job. Our research, we found um, that... It isn't necessarily a bad thing for businesses. It can be a good thing. Lack of employee turnover when they have sick leave, more loyalty, more productivity, and then public health is improved. With the flu H1N1 pandemic, it turns out the places that had sick leave pay in place had fewer sicknesses, and they project there would have been 1,500 fewer deaths. Christine Galvin, who chairs the Comprehensive Master Plan Committee, which has been looking at and revising New Scotland's plan for its future, is inviting you, the public, to attend a session on June 11th to review it. Another solicitation from Voorheesville, the plans for a new playground that costs a quarter of a million dollars and is going to be built by the community have been okayed by the state education department and they are looking for volunteers. You can sign up online. There will be childcare provided on one of the days. And John R. Williams has, 
a wide-ranging series of topics for the old men um, to have gone over this week, including Volcano. This is perhaps our favorite piece in the paper this week by Jesse Summer, a Voorheesville native now stationed in Iraq, who, when he was a law school student in Washington, D.C., rented a basement apartment. It was in the basement of John and Kiki Anderson, and he does just a wonderful tribute um, to the one-time presidential candidate. We have um, Laura Shore inviting everyone to the annual Strawberry Social from the Altamont Community Tradition, a wonderful, wonderful tradition in itself. Michelle Bintz, the key club advisor for Voorheesville, is thanking everyone for their contributions. Fill a car for vets that happened during the recent parade. Mark Dunley is running for comptroller, and his goal is to have the state divest its pension funds of fossil fuel investments. The Library Foundation in Gilderland is going to hold a masquerade ball. You can come as your favorite literary character, and two authors are being um, honored. Paul Grandel, who, of course, wrote for years for the Times Union, and um, Gregory Maguire, who wrote the Broadway hit Wicked. This is from Mary Ellen Johnson, our history columnist, as well as the president of the Historical Society in Gilderland. And Gilderland Center is going to celebrate its history, as the rest of the state does, on a designated day, June 16th. And this will be an open house to the Cobblestone School. It will be an open house and garden at the Frederick Mindersey House. And more on this later in the paper, the Gilderland Center Fire Department is going to display its 1923 Village Queen. It's celebrating its centennial this year, the department. Judy Rothstein has written us for the Caregiver's Corners about Girl Scouts in the Hilltowns that created these lovely lap quilts for people that receive care from the Hilltowns. And the daughter of a former reporter at the Enterprise, Kathy Hill Brown, this is Paige Brown sewing one of those quilts. And the Hanacraw Rural Cemetery needs your help and is looking for contributions. Frank Palmieri has written a humorous column about his own passion for sports at the same time saying, we as Americans could spend and some of our time better elsewhere. Elizabeth Floyd Mayer has taken a look at what happened at Grievance Day in Gilderland, and the most interesting thing was there are 72 townhouses in this Mill Hill development, and the owners are seeking to have their status changed from townhouses to condominiums with the idea this would save them in taxes. Sean Mulcairn has written the next step in the process he wrote about at the last Altamont Village Board meeting. The Village Board has now gone ahead to just to spend the money for the application for a grant in hopes of getting emergency water connection to Gilderland in case that's ever needed. And here we have the Beaches again looking at some of their grapevines with plans about their winery. More on the BKW parents who feel bullying needs to be addressed with the superintendent's response. And here's a BKW student, Jake Weidman, who won a scholarship for welding from the parents of a former BOCES welding student. And we have the valedictorian, Marcy Forty, who was in this morning for her interview to be in our Keepsake Graduation Edition, as well as the salutatorian, Caitlin um, Torney, at Burke Knox Westerlo. Congratulations to them. We ran their pictures before with the wrong cut line. 
Gilderland um, was slated to get $2 million in the smart school bonds and recently was approved for $530,000. The bulk of it will go for Chromebooks. And Damien Singleton, who's the assistant superintendent for instruction there, told me all about how this has changed learning, the very way kids learn. Not only is it paperless without textbooks largely, it's more collaborative because they can all share as they're working on things. And the teacher becomes more of a guide than a lecturer. Sean has also written about the town of New Scotland pursuing state clean energy funds. One of the things that might be done is re-roofing the Hilton Barn if that money is secured. More news from BKW. Timothy Mundell, who came became superintendent in 2015, had his contract renewed for one year, but also with the idea that as long as his reviews are satisfactory or better, he will continue there until his retirement. We have two different fire departments in town in Gilderland celebrating their centennials. This is the antique piece of equipment that was a first for Gilderland and one of the few that remains in the nation. Um, in 1923, it was rare because it could shoot water three stories high, and these are some proud members of the Gilderland Center Fire Department posing with their village queen. Gilderland Center was among 14 different departments that fought the Ketchum Fire and McCownville also celebrating their centennial is shown here at the last 9-11 memorial um, observation, observance, I should say. And the news out of McCownville, other than the big parade this Saturday celebrating the centennial, is they are now proceeding with their bond project, which voters approved, but they've um, made it more cost-efficient by closing the apartment and will run from other firehouses during that time as they expand. Blotters, as always, are arrest records. There was a crash with an elderly woman in Delmar who ran into the Dunkin' Donuts, injuring two teenage girls at a table there, the only customers at the time. David Soares, the Albany County District Attorney, is holding a series of meetings across the county for people to share their views now that there are two neighboring states, Vermont and Massachusetts, where marijuana is legal, about how law enforcement should be handled in New York, where, of course, it is still illegal unless it's used through the system of medical marijuana. And our reporters will be covering those meetings. Lots going on in our community, listed in our calendar. And Dr. Kenneth Weinberg of New York City spoke to us. He had written us a letter to the editor in response to our editorial on medical cannabis and expanding its use in New York. And he had some Fascinating things to say. Congratulations to the Linen Dolls who are celebrating 50 years and having an open house so people can share their joy with them. And we have their beautiful wedding day picture and how they are now a half century later. Again, congratulations. Lots going on at our libraries. One of the most interesting things is a free comedy workshop will be held in Scoharry by Kay Collins. And here from the Bethlehem Library, we see all the library staff and supporters that participated in the parade there recently. More from Rose on Ag Districts and one of the applicants to become part of the agricultural district in the Hill Towns is an apiary owned by the Norays who held a festival complete with a bee-painted face, bees of course, and bee-value-added products. And turning the page... Oh, we have a lovely picture from the Grand where they had a prom, and I just love the light in that woman's face, Helen Nelson, as she dances. Lots of activities in the Helderbergs, in Gilderland, and of course, once a month, Susan Kidder 
updates us all on the trips on the yellow bus and urges others in town to join in. Students have gone on from our local high schools to succeed, graduate, and do very well in college. We list the ones there that have submitted their information. Congratulations. And I love these pictures by Michael Koss of the second Family Bike Day in Voorheesville. This top one was an on- honorary lap for the late Ed Clark, longtime mayor of Voorheesville, also supervisor of New Scotland and a competitive cyclist. Business news. This woman, Tessa Burkhart, used to bake cakes at home and decided to set up a shop in Gilderland Center where you can buy her cakes by the slice or buy the entire cake. She specializes in cheesecakes. Lots of news from Whiteman, Bosterman, and Hannah, two new of councils and also a new associate. And here we have the NOAA Masonic Lodge officers with more student news, many, many graduates with many honors. And every year we look forward to the advanced placement. Those are college-level chemistry students at Gilderland High School. Here is Caroline Murphy. She's one of them, helping Elementary school kids this year from Altamont and Linwood learned about chemistry. And these kids are building density columns, which are layers of liquid that you can stack because, for instance, water is less dense than, say, honey. And these girls are making snow, (laughs) 30 below. I love it. Classified ads and community news. The Voorheesville Community and School Foundation is selling this poster, which is a composite of photographs around town where the name Voorheesville appears in signs and would make a nice present for a graduate, they say. Burn regulations. The ban has ended, but the regulations still apply. And the DEC, the Department of Environmental Conservation, is telling people to mind the turtles. This is the year they're out and about crossing the roads and mating, and they take a very long time to grow. And you can easily upset the balance if you run over them. This is an obituary on Virginia Ellen Colton, a life, a career secretary whose friends describe her very warmly as a straightforward and powerful woman, strong woman. She lived most of her life in Delmar. At the end of her life, she lived with her cousin Patrick Lounsbury and Helen Lounsbury in the Hill Towns. Congratulations to these Gilderland Soccer players under 14, they were victorious and also a fascinating program which you can volunteer for through the DEC with a new kind of device developed at Cornell. It's trying to understand about the effects of deer on forest land. And after we turn through our legal notices, we come to a submission from Dennis Barber, head of the Booster Club after Burn Knox Westerlow. And Kathy Allen has her name on a scoreboard on a field name for her, and she is, of course, the longtime girls softball coach, 22 years, and current softball team. And these are two patriotic essayists, one from Voorheesville, one from Bethlehem, who were recognized by the daughter of the Amer- Daughters of the American Resolution, <laughs> Revolution, D-A-R, for their writing. Finally, our back page as we wrap up the end of the sports season, we had um, athletes from all of our schools that we cover competing to make it to the state qualifiers. Here's Michelle Pazulis from Burn Knox Westerlow. Um, the, the Voorheesville also had participants, but the two big winners that are going on to states near Syracuse and our photographer Michael Koff will be there as well this weekend are Isabel Bruno, who broke school records with her triple jump and 
also qualified in the long jump. And of course, Noah Tyndall, who used to run with the other Noah, but now is doing well on his own um, and qualified in the 800 meter dash. We wish them the best and we'll be back next week to update you.